the bump of the night one wrong turn and you are in for a fright those beware of what's on your screen for it's the spookiest movies of halloween <laughs> what do you think i wasn't expecting that was, was the good. accent too much no it was perfect honestly all right it's it's our halloween special i'm your host christian ong and i'm your co-host katie chan co-host co-host i mean <laughs> I, I made that up I just okay pulled out of it out of well, that that's our cue <laughs> Welcome back to another week of That's Our Cue, your one-stop shop for all things movies, TVs, and whatever the heck we do on, on the show. So I'm joined by my co-host, self-proclaimed co-host. I prefer guest host <laughs> because, you know, it's a one-person one show. Okay, don't get it twisted. Well, welcome back to the show, Katie Chan. Sorry to hog the spotlight. There. No, you know, the spotlight definitely, it's like there's cobwebs everywhere. It's not <laughs> Halloween themed. It's just very dusty, very vacant. So I could definitely use another tenant in the spotlight. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I'm here. Okay. So, <laughs> so what have you been up to lately? Are you uh, excited for Halloween? Is oh, heck yeah. I love spooky season. Last time we had you on the show, we are talking about witches and wizards with Harry Potter. So I feel like... I didn't think about, you know, the planning and, and bring you back for another <laughs> another episode where we potentially might be talking about witches and wizards and stuff. But, but like this, this category is more spooky. Like this is this is a completely different sort of. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> a different ballgame. Today we're going to be talking about Halloween movies. I'm so excited. Are you a big Halloween fan in general? Or are you like, is that not your favorite holiday? Well, are you more of a Labor Day person? <laughs> Mostly, I mean, I love Halloween, but I love spooky stuff like all year round. I'm super into like ghosts and horror movies and spooky stories. And yeah, you have a pretty tough skin for that. Like, like where, where, where would you say that came from? Um, I mean, like growing up, my dad really liked scary movies and that was like kind of our thing. So we would always like kind of watch scary movies together. And um, I think that over time, like we would just watched so many scary movies that my skin got tougher and tougher. And I mean, it takes a lot to scare me when it comes to like movies. But um, but I definitely like there are some things that have definitely spooked me over the years. I feel like that's, you know, that's kind of the well, I, I, that's kind of similar for me, you know. I uh, grew up watching a lot of scary movies because my mom was really into it. My dad's not really into it. If anything, he's the one that's yeah. also the most scared. No, my mom's not into it. It's yeah. like, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel like I didn't really get a tough skin for it until well into my early twenties. You know, like I, I feel I, like you do not have a tough skin for horror. I, I would beg to differ. Do not, no, do not let's listen to him. Not paint that picture in front, uh, to the listeners. Just kidding. No, I, I definitely would definitely like poop my pants. But okay. Um, <laughs> So, what kind of genre of horror movies would you say is, like, the scariest and which one is, like, the not scary end of the spectrum? Like, do you think the ghost kind of movies are the, the scariest, you know, brand of horror, of horror movies? Or do you think, like, maybe even, like, slasher movies, like Halloween? Um, I'm not. Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, it's funny, like, slasher movies don't really scare me as much as, like, the paranormal stuff. Um but the one thing that really gets me spooked out of my mind is like anything that has to do with like spooky demon witchcraft stuff like that that freaks me out because so i feel like it's really real you know so what about the in between like i guess vampires zombies and all that stuff i'm not scared i mean i would i would rate that like a like a d tier oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow you, you you know your stuff i know the lingo now after being on yeah, the show that first time you're well-versed in the industry. Katie, so I'm going to, you know, uh, it, we're going to have a lot of fun in this episode. Yeah, let's right. chill. Yeah, so, you know, uh, since we're talking about Halloween, we're talking about our favorite movies, and we just, you're, you know, giving me your range of, you know, what horror movies scare you the most. Let's talk about Halloween in general. Like, what was one of your favorite Halloween costumes you wore, that you remember wearing as a kid? You, you know, okay, okay, yeah. I... 
for some reason, this was my favorite Halloween costume. When I was in junior high, I found this super spooky mask at, um, I don't know, Spirit or whatever. I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a skeleton with like a hood on. And I wore that almost like every Halloween for a while. So like the scream mask? Not the scream mask, but like imagine um, like kind of a rotted skeleton face. I mean, Katie... A skeleton is as rotted as you can go. <laughs> no, but I'm saying what I'm saying is, like you imagine a skeleton face and it's like bare like bones, right? That is but exactly this, a skeleton no. face, <laughs> bare bones. I'm sure some of you understand me. He will not, I guess. No. But <laughs> I, it's either you have flesh and you're no longer a skeleton, or you are just bone and you are a skeleton. Listen, okay, maybe I'll find a picture and you can post it on your uh, Instagram for everyone to okay. see. Yeah, I mean, if you could find out, well, like we're talking. I'll this find like, it. No, I have it in storage. I'll find it. It's it's special. I will never get rid of it. Okay, and that was one of your favorite. Yeah, like me and my friends actually would like, you know, when you're like 13, 14, and you, back. Back in the day, I feel like Gen Zers don't do this kind of stuff. But Wait, you don't think that they trick or treat? <laughs> no, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm getting there. Back in the day, okay. when my friends and I were like 14, we would like make videos, like stupid videos. And like, I was Gen one Zers of them. Gen do that? That's just TikTok. <sighs> Obviously. It's, it's cooler videos. Though. Okay, okay, okay. What I'm saying is, is that we took like the camcorder and did like stupid, like little skits and stuff like, you know, embarrassing stuff, not like little choreographed dances. They do more than that on TikTok. Okay. Well, obviously I'm not winning this argument, but anyway, what I'm saying is that's what we did. So I'll never get rid of it because it has a lot of memories attached. Can, uh, can we put the videos of you and your friends on, on the Instagram? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Oh, wow. You really twisted and not Shyamalan me with that twist. Um, okay. Well, you know, uh, well, I'll convince you otherwise. But uh, what was your favorite candy? I guess uh, trick or treating, you know, like like you say, you're, you're taking that spooky skeleton mask. You're going door to door. What oh. is the one candy bar that you're looking forward to or lollipop? I don't know. Uh, candy corn. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who likes candy corn? Oh, wow. Yeah, you're, you're full of twists this episode. Yeah. No, honestly, it was the freaking Milky Ways. Because you, I, I don't know why. No, yes, the Milky Ways for sure. Milky Ways are three musketeers. Like any of those was like the gold mine candy for me. I'd pick that really? out. Yes, I was like the soft That is like chocolate. the one that would go like in the trash eventually. Or like maybe when my mom or dad would you, take with them to work. Do you guys work. hear this? He is just at me. No way. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Twix bars go first. Those I, are like, those as an adult, priority. As an adult, I definitely put Twix on the top tier now. But, you know, then again, I was one of those weird kids. I did like have a big love for like almond joys do you like, do you like almond oh joys? my gosh yes because i love coconut say i think when almond almond i say almond i say almond like a weirdo say it again almond almond i feel like i'm saying it different almond in the chipmunks okay I mean, <laughs> no are, one people laughed. are laughing i was giving them pot like room to laugh um but oh okay but like almond um, joys <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm saying it different every time, or, or, or mounds. Which one would you rather? Oh, mounds! I don't need the almond. I just want the chocolate and the coconut. Oh, really? Yeah, I just throw the almond away. Okay. What was what was your least favorite candy? Like you're like Ooh. the Tootsie Rolls. No one wants those. Uh, yeah, Tootsie Rolls or or um one of those like I used to like really like what's those chalky they're like round candies like sweeties or something is that what they're called sweet tarts sweet tarts sweet tarts i could okay but like i think sweeties are the ones that are like chalky i don't know Uh, if it's anything like sweet tarts then yes or the go in the garbage or the bubble gum that's in the yellow wrapper oh garbage absolutely yeah yeah that's that's what you want to do if you want to break into someone's car use that to kind of like (laughs) throw out their windows or something do not talk about vandalism on your show (laughs) you won't cuss but you're talking about vandalism what i want you to do (laughs) no i'm just kidding um i also got like apples and i think i got a bag of chips shut up no, I, I, I mean, I, no, it's my show. I won't shut up. I'd like that. Oh, my goodness. But no, um, I got uh, an apple one time from a neighbor and also a can of soda. I love, as a kid, every kid loves soda, right? But what I don't like is bringing my, you know, uh, pillowcase with me to trick or treat and then having the weight of the soda can absolutely dominate the, the you know, lugging that around and then 
poof, no more pillowcase. I have never, ever heard of someone giving soda and apples away. You never had well, a neighbor? I've heard of it, but I've never done. Like, I think my mom was like, if anyone ever gave me a piece of fruit, my mom was afraid someone hid like a razor in it or something. <laughs> Inside the fruit? Yeah. I feel like inside the candy is where they would hide the, the razor yes, blade. Yes, but also fruit, that's a huge opportunity to hide a razor blade. You would, if I saw uh, like an, a, a regular apple versus a tampered apple, I could tell which one is the, t- the tampered apple. Yeah, but a five-year-old couldn't. That's fair. Well, I, you know what? I, I don't know. I feel like five-year-olds these days, if they, if they could figure out TikTok, they could figure out razor bladed filled apples wow that is a twisted i'm thinking about that is a us twisted, as a kid not like anyway uh that is a twisted uh image right there i mean it happens every halloween some some weirdo does it that's true well going back to halloween movies katie like what qualifies as a halloween movie for you is it necessarily a horror movie can it take place in, during halloween can it also be a comedy can it also be a horror comedy like what would you see say the parameters are in describing what a halloween movie is i mean i would definitely like it to be some sort of spooky but i definitely am open to more unconventional types of halloween movies i guess it would just have to include something kind of spooky Okay. Yeah, because for me, I think that Halloween movies, the way I think of Halloween movies in general is that it can be your traditional horror movies, but it can also be kind of like a comedic romp. Like, you know, uh, imagine sure, your sure. your uh, Disney Channel original movies like, like yeah. Wrapped or whatever, where it, you know, um, it has horror elements for kids, but it's not you know completely scary it's more on the comedy side of things right as long as a halloween movie mentions halloween i'm cool like halloween town does that count as a halloween movie for you i would be so silly to say no (laughs) yeah yeah that was a test that was a trap (laughs) got almost got her okay uh well fortunately katie and for our listeners we're gonna we're gonna go around and mention you know um the movies that really meant a lot to us uh or or you know that that we really enjoy around this time of the year and so we're going to go around and uh, I'll mention a movie and talk about it a little bit. And you also feel free to talk about what you like about either about that movie or and then um, after that, you, you talk about a movie that you like. And then we'll keep doing that back and forth for a bit. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Our first movie. Also, another little side side rule. Mm-hmm. I know we like we're excited about movies, but, you know, since since some of our listeners might have not seen mm. all these movies no spoilers yeah no spoilers or you know you know very vague like spoilers if you have to but you know try to keep that out of the conversation as much as you can okay okay so our first movie that we're gonna be talking today is casper from 1995 starring Classic. christina ritchie bill pullman mm. one of my favorite movies as a kid yeah like i was a big casper head through and through like I, I used to watch the old cartoons on vhs and oh, yeah um you know i was really a big fan of the later movies with hillary duff you know casper meets wendy oh, yeah so adorable so adorable oh, man but and also i just think that casper as a character he's just one of those like sweet um earnest characters that you know what you don't really see i don't think kids these days know who casper is right Oh, they better. Come on. It's it's one of those characters that, you know, like I think was prominent in um, our childhood and also like maybe like a, a, a Gen Xer's childhood. Right. But, you, you know, you don't see a Casper in circulation. And I think it's about darn time that he gets his day in the sun. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. It's yeah. somewhere on the, the, the ether. Also, you know, Christina Ritchie, she's like the all time best spooky girl of the 90s wasn't right? she your crush or something she was like yeah she was my my crush in that movie and also i really liked her in the adams family do you remember her that adams family oh yes but i you know i never was into adams family when i was younger but you know like when you think of christina ritchie she is i do like, i think of it iconic yes. in that movie totally. and also she's great in this movie too um i also really liked this movie in retrospect now that i'm thinking about it as an adult on, on how kind of dark it is for a kid's movie like people People die in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Especially what, what was it the aunt or the was it an aunt? What, who was I forget. she? I know the you know the like, scary gal, the the bad girl, and and, and you know like other major characters also oh, died yes. too. And so yeah, it's and, kind and of violent. <laughs> it's kind of violent and also really tragic too. There's a lot of there's a, a fun Ghostbusters cameo. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In in the beginning, it's like it's really um, it's a it's a movie that I don't know if it would hold up, you know, special effects wise, but it's it's a good it's a good movie uh, and, and a product of the '90s, you know. Right. Oh, but can we talk about how Bill Pullman is such a good looking guy? Oh even yeah. Now, oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Uh, just a little side note of the Sinner, a really good series that he's in right now. It's on the net on on the netty. It's on the netty, and um, it, it's so good. I highly recommend it, but. When I watch it, I I think back to Casper, but like he is he is awesome. He's just such a good actor. Yeah, and you know, um, I really liked him in this one. I mean, I was a kid. It's probably garbage now as an adult, but there's a mini series called Revelations that he was in. Oh, and um, it was basically about like the end times and oh, the book what? of Revelations. Really? Yeah, it was like on NBC. I don't oh. know if anyone else remembers this show. I do not remember. Hashtag it. Remember Revelations. <laughs> uh, let's get that circulating on. <laughs> Uh, but then people like I feel like uh, <laughs> that could go like a billion different ways. But so what's what's a movie that you would want to throw on this list for best Halloween movie? Oh, best Halloween movie. Oh, that's really hard. But no, no. I, I mean, like, you know, what's on your list that, that you want to talk about? Uh, well, I was thinking about a few things. Sure. I was thinking about, well, because we were talking about unconventional Halloween movies and yeah. uh, you and I both watched Ghost with a, our friends uh last love ghost uh, uh like two weeks ago yeah so good honestly everyone needs to see that movie if you have not seen ghost the classic with whippy goldberg and demi moore and patrick swayze please watch it it is gonna change your life i mean that's really dramatic to say but it is just really really good uh you cried during the movie i i sob at the end of that movie not to give anything away but it's just it's just good. It's sweet and it's kind of spooky, honestly. Kind of like dark. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I think when I first watched Ghost on TV, it was just the edited version. So when I when we were watching it for our movie night, I was surprised with how violent <laughs> it got. I'm I know like, I forgot too. <laughs> and then you know, of course, there's also some like problematic like '80s '90s stuff, but uh, always. Where, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, the 80s right the 90s right but <laughs> y'all know the 80s and the 90s movies are not always gonna hold up <laughs> but you know um i think demi moore and patrick swayze are great but you know Whoopi goldberg she's so oh, she steals the show funny oh, i love i love goodness. her and then um yeah it, it is a movie that absolutely holds up to this yes, day please watch it for halloween it's on it's on the netty watch it wait netty on the netty it's yeah. on the netty we, we, okay. watch it on on the i don't know i'm Am I like, um, am I ghost lighting myself? Ghost lighting. Oh, Ooh. man. <laughs> okay, if it's not on Netflix, check Hulu. But anyway. Just it's somewhere. <laughs> Just check somewhere. <laughs> um, but my second movie that I want to bring to the table is, um, I think what I think it was either 2017 or 2018, but it was uh, Robert Eggers' The Witch, or, you know, the way it pronounced it, uh, it like the title is like 2V, so it's like The yeah, v- yeah. V- Bitch. The Bitch. Um, once again, no cursing on this show. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked this movie when it came out. I know my mom didn't really kind of like, she wasn't a big fan, but it, it, it is kind of a slow burn. So I, I get that it might not be everyone's cup of tea, but it is absolutely like tense from start to finish once it starts getting its, you know, um, horror teeth sunk in. Um, and it never really eases up and, and lets you go. Uh, it's just like once you reach the scene early on in the first act, um, it, it just gets really disturbing and pretty unsettling. But it's not like your, you know, your your traditional horror movie. It's an A24 film, so it really kind of takes its time and, you know, fleshes out. I think with A24 horror films in general, it's always the characters that are at the forefront, right? Like, you know. Um, I need to rewatch it. You, It's on the netty. I know. But I've tried to rewatch it. It is a slower movie. It is a slower it movie. It starts off really spooky, though, I will say. And then... Also, any horror movie that's number one in the olden days, number two has a goat in it, you know it's going to be messed up. Uh, Hundred percent. There's that new movie that's coming out, Lamb. Oh like, yes, that, anything yeah. with a goat or a lamb, this is going to be spooky you, as heck. You know, you're you're strapping in for a for a weird time. But yeah, no, um, the witch was uh like I think one of my first movies seeing Anya Taylor Joy, who's just been kind of a powerhouse lately in, in hollywood she also has this like elegant kind of spooky oh she's she, her, she's you know? great in horror movies i know she's just she's great absolutely 
Yeah. Like, I think she has this, like, you know, great micro expressions to herself. And she kind of has this, like... Big, big eyes. Big eyes, kind of, like, classic horror, you know, girl vibe, you know? Totally. So, with Robert Eggers, in general, as a director, he tends to... He's only done, really, like, two horror movies. It's this and The Lighthouse with Robert Pattinson. Are you familiar with that? I've been... You've inspired me to want to watch that. I just haven't gotten around to I it yet. I think that's on the Ami on the Amazon Prime. <laughs> We're just going to call every streaming service the, the like the, first the, two the, syllables and a Y at the end. <laughs> the Huli, the, the even though Hulu has two syllables. But, you know. Um, no, yeah. Uh, the Lighthouse is also one of those weirder horror movies that at first you didn't, you wouldn't really call it a horror movie until you start, you know, kind of going along to the plot. Like, oh, no, this is, this is getting weird. Uh, Robert Eggers is one of those like unique horror directors where he does two c- unconventional things. One, it's the time period. It's never set in like contemporary times, right? Like a- Ari Oster does like more contemporary movies like like Hereditary, Midsummer. They're kind of set in present date, but this it's like The Witch is set in the 1630s in New England, and then you also have um, The Lighthouse, which I think is in the 1890s. Speaking of the 90s, the 1890s. And then, you know, he always stays true to form with his writing as the second component where, you know, um, everyone just speaks true to the era that they're in. So in the 1630s, everyone talks as if they're coming straight out of a, you know, Shakespeare play. And then you have, you know, uh, the lighthouse where everyone talks as if they're like a sailor and kind of yar kind of talk and stuff. Who is in it? Robert Pattinson and... And, and, and Willem Dafoe. Oh, I love saw, that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. At Trinity's Gate. Yeah. I know. I, for some reason, I just couldn't think of his name on when I was under pressure, so... Yeah. But, I, you know, I think that is... If you're looking really for a scary movie to watch, go on The Netty. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch, watch it. I will. The Witch. And also go on Amy for, you know, Lighthouse. Uh, what, what's another movie that you want to bring to the table, Kate? Um, just in this category. Well... We kind of touched on Hereditary. I just feel like Hereditary is a very obvious choice of like something that really scared the living crap out of me. It is scary, yeah. It is so scary. Uh, my sister and my brother-in-law, we went and saw that, the three of us, and we left that theater like absolutely shaken to the point where my sister was like, I, I never want to see that movie ever again. I don't even want to think about it ever again. And it is, yeah, that is like the darkest, scariest. I don't think I never thought no- I never thought I would be afraid of that category before. Like, yeah, witchy stuff. Sure, it's kind of spooky, but I don't know. That that just propelled me into, like, another fear of mine of just, like, I would never want to be involved in a scary witchy cult. Like Like I said, you know, it's an A24 movie, so it's also a slow burn. But um, Ari Oster is one of those directors that knows how to be disturbing but not gratuitous you know it, it's right. just and then also what I like about that movie too is that it really it's one of those movies that rewards you for paying attention to the background of stuff totally. and when you pay attention to the background and stuff the more scary it is yeah and I just when it comes to like appreciating the the storyline of it like that slow build and when it finally like when it starts to really build like what i don't want to give anything away but there's a certain part in the movie that really just shocks you like that kind of happens in the first third of the movie and you're like it it literally shook me so much that i was like oh my gosh we are about to head down the rabbit hole mountain of like the scariest movie of all time and i was not wrong (laughs) yeah oh i i feel like this is a movie that Either it gets less scary if you turn down the brightness of your of your screen versus if you're to like watch it with full brightness and you can see everything in the background, then it gets really terrifying. Yeah, but you kind of want to do that. Yeah, you want to do that. Because if we're all going down in this, we're all going down together. You got to you got to see yeah, everything. You, you, you can't cop out. It's one of those no. movies that you have to really commit to. But as compared to like Midsummer, like if we're just going to talk about Ari Oster films, I, I really want him to make another film because I've never seen someone make horror this way. And being someone who really appreciates horror movies and like, I guess the bigger story behind them, like get out and like, you know, us like those, those have a big story, right? Like I'm starting to appreciate like people or directors that can make a really interesting, impactful story through horror because it's not really done very often. It's more of like the campy, funny, like, you know, the typical horror movie stuff that you see that you don't really take seriously, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, would you want him to do maybe like a bigger budget movie? Like, you know, let's say, you know, maybe there was a Conjuring 4. Like, because I mentioned that during the Conjuring episode um, on That's My Cue, where uh, I was saying, like, I think I could see someone like Ari Oster at the helm of something um, that mainstream and big budget where, you know, he can really take something uh, of a franchise like, you know, uh, like like The Conjuring, for example, and then really amplify his own stamp as a director to make it even more terrifying. I mean, yeah, I would like to. I mean, I I would just want to kind of see the potential he has because I feel like I've only dipped my toes into two different types of horror stories he could make. So, like, I would like to see what else he can do just to kind of widen the palette. Yeah, so I think, you know, Ari Oster has, like, a big future ahead of him i i I don't i think he's still going to be doing a cop a couple of more smaller independent features but yeah even if it's a24 i'm still down because i love a24 yeah you know anytime you see that a24 stamp you're like oh i'm in for a treat totally um um, let's move on to our next movie my my final movie that i have on my list is little shop of horrors (laughs) which is another movie that we watched in our movie group so good. That movie is excellent. I think it was fun to watch like all of us just really enjoy the movie because, you know, movie group will pick a movie and not all of us will enjoy it. You know, it's just normal. Right. But yeah. like that was a movie where you can tell all of us were just super into it, super enjoying it. That was your first time watching it, too, right? Yeah. 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 That was, yeah I think it was all uh, it's rare that we come across a movie that we've all seen that we that we all haven't seen. Yeah. I think safe for maybe like one person in, in the group. Um, I think it was really everyone's first time watching it and it's so good. The music is written by Alan Menken. Like if, you know, if you're familiar. The music is so good. <laughs> are you familiar with who Alan Menken is? No. He, well, hold, hold on, strap in because he is a powerhouse in pretty much like a lot of the music that you might be familiar with. He did the music for Aladdin. Oh. Hercules. Beauty and the Beast, Pocahontas. Okay, perfect. Yes. I get if, it. if you know I get anything, it. Uh, uh, if you have watched any Disney movie from the 90s and there's some music in it, chances are Alan Menken uh, put his, you know, put a slow stank in it. Is Alan Stankin? <laughs> well, you are looking at a girl birthed in the 90s. So, yes, I've seen all that stuff and yeah. I'm pretty sure I've heard all of it. So, right. I think, like, even with the opening tracks of Little Shop of Horrors, you could kind of feel that hercules element you know like you remember yeah. oh the, yes yes i can see it there's now. some like you know um imagine the uh what are they called in Her- in hercules the those three back- women in the, the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my uh, gosh what are they called what are they called mm. google activate okay let's see um the muses muses yes okay perfect oh. i don't even know where that google. i do I, not even i just had a katie from. all right oh thank yeah thanks for doing that katie um Wait, where were we? Uh, the Muses. Yes. Okay. The Muses. So now we're on track. Um, but yeah, pretty much, you know, Little Shop of Horrors is really funny. You do a really good uh, Audrey impression. I'm n- I will not be doing that right oh, now. Oh, come on. I put it on the list specifically. Seymour. No, yeah. If you see if, if if you know that movie, you you would get that reference. He gave me a look like, "Please." Yeah, I I get it through the pupper uh, the pupper dog eyes. Pupper. Yeah. So. Well, that's the only one you get. Well, you hit him with another one. Oh, Seymour. <laughs> and then the, the third one's you have to pony up for that one. All right. On the Patreon, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just you know the practical effects. I love a good movie with with solid practical effects. You know, sometimes the CGI never holds up in in some other movies, but Little Shop of Horrors has good puppetry going on. Um, I think uh, Rick Moranis is so good. And so charming in this movie. Uh, yeah. But it's also really bleak. It's a funny movie, but also it gets a little bleak towards the end. Yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. I I, I think I'm paying too much attention to just the hilarity of of Audrey 2. Audrey 2? Is that Audrey 2 is so funny. Oh There's so many gosh. good quotable lines. Feed me. Feed me. Um, oh man, we can't, we can't, we can't spoil. There's no spoilers in this <laughs> it's episode. It's so good. You just, you just gotta see it guys. Just, just go watch it. All right. But you know, uh, s- send us off with, with a movie that you like, Katie. What's, what's your last movie on your list? Okay. Okay. Um, so I, it's funny cause I think we just, we've kind of tackled a lot of little different areas of horror and, 
you know, Halloween type movies. But I think I want to end off on a movie I just rewatched recently that I, I rewatch quite often, like maybe once a year um, in the realm of aliens. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, signs. Oh, Classic. I thought you're talking the movie Aliens with Sigourney Oh, no. Weaver. No, but just a- the realm of aliens. The, yeah, I mean. like the subgenre. The subgenre aliens. of aliens that, you know, should not be left out of the horror genre because let me just say that aliens, the idea of it, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Um, I also have been listening to um, that one of our friends uh, suggested to us. Uh, it's a podcast called Scared to Death, and I'm obsessed. And I listen like every morning when I'm doing um, my job at work. And, um, when they talk about aliens, it's just, I think an underrated, really scary thing that we forget to talk about sometimes. Do you believe aliens exist? Um, I'm not discounting the possibility. I don't like to think they exist because I think it terrifies me, but like signs. What if we're the scary aliens? You ever thought (laughs) you think about that? What if, what if, what if, you know, we're, we're the scary aliens. This is a Christian's, uh, weird hypotheticals again. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, um, so would you say, I mean, I like to live in hypotheticals. I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I know. I just like to, you know, like get, get my mind going. Okay, and, but back to everywhere. science. Back to but science. Back to science. Do you think focus. it is a better movie than um, The Sixth Sense? Yes. It's a better movie I than The really Sixth Sense. I really love science. I think that it's my favorite M. Night Shyamalan movie. I feel like he's never been able to make a movie quite like that one ever since. I would disagree. I would say the sixth sense is way. But sixth sense was first, so I'm just saying that it came sixth sense and then signs, and he was just like boom, 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 like really making some great movies, and then I think it just kind of died off. Um, unpopular opinion. I do like The Village. I think everyone hates that movie, but I actually ended up liking it a lot. Um, another movie I kind of rewatched. Sometimes. Don't tell me you also like old. No, oh my gosh, worst movie ever. Do not watch it. Yeah, we, we really did not like that movie. No, we did not like it. There were times where, well, okay, so I was just trying to be really optimistic, I think, throughout that whole movie because, for one thing, I was just really excited for an M. Night Shyamalan movie, like a new one, because he hasn't made anything in a while. And so then, like, as I'm watching it, I'm just trying to stay optimistic, like, maybe this is okay. But there was, like, a few parts in it that were so bad. I finally would just, like, look at Christian and... <laughs> in the movie theater and he just looked at me like like the look said it all like this is the dumbest thing i'm ever ever watched (laughs) we we do that a lot during a lot of uh, a lot of movies where we kind of like do the slow turn simultaneously at each other we're like like venom last week (laughs) yeah we're like what the hell did we just watch (laughs) yeah we did that at venom i I talked about that last week too and then it's just it's like once we do that turn i'm like (laughs) don't worry katie i know I know this movie is poo poo garbage. This three. <laughs> this movie is poo poo garbage, right? So, totally. Um, you know, do you, let me let me ask you. You like the twist? You like the twist of signs? I love the twist. Oh, the twist of signs? Of, of signs. You like the twist? I feel like signs didn't have a very obvious twist. I think it was not like a big twist because the. I don't want to talk about it, but it's just it was more of like little little funny like like twists i guess it wasn't really a twist i don't i mean i don't know if you guys think that it's a twist there's there's always a twist i mean not always old didn't have a twist there was a twist i would argue it was a bad twist it wasn't even a twist there was a twist in in old but it was not a good twist anyway i think that signs it's like like for instance the village has a huge twist and the sixth sense has a huge twist signs it's like not really like an obvious twist it's more of like um like a gradual sort of um like a gradual laying out of all the little parts of the twist of things that weren't really expected i guess does that make sense eh, no that's fair yeah that's fair that's it you know i i you know uh to m night Sh- uh, Shyamalan's credit that he does lay out those like little nuggets for you to kind of like yeah. Uh, uh, pick up on and then that way during a rewatch you're like oh I was the idiot the whole time I, I can't believe he, he, he I can't believe I can't believe uh, you know the, the twist was in front of my eyes yeah I, well, I, th- I science is really good to me because there's a certain level of vulnerability in that movie um, just being kind of you know under under siege in a way from these things that they don't really understand and then also just um, there's a lot of aspects to it that I really think are very um, thought-provoking like 
um, loss and um, and like love for your children and faith and spirituality. Hmm. And there's a lot of things in it that like I think sort of are very applicable to life that um, you don't really like you can't really see until you like watch the movie and really just like kind of watch it at a slow pace, you know, and really like listen to the little nuggets. I think so I think that's a, a unique aspect of that particular Shyamalan movie for sure. Yeah. So um, I think I, I just have to rewatch it again. It's been a long time. You should. It's, I just rewatched it the other day while I was cleaning my house and I was like, oh, this movie always holds up. It's so good. Is that it's so, it's, it's so scary. Like it still will give me the goosebump creepies. There's a few parts in it are classic parts that like, if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. There's a few classic parts that you're just like, oh shoot. Like just really scary. I mean, I mean, you know, it takes a lot to give you the goosebump creepies. So oh, goosebump creepies for sure on that one. Um, is it, is it on Netty? Um, Hulu. On the Hulu. Okay. Hulu and HBO, I think. All right. You heard it. It's on Hulu and uh, the HBO. Pretty sure. It's on one of those. All right. Well, you know what, Kate? I think this is a good place as any to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll, we're going to play a bit of a game. You, you like games? Love it. We'll do it. Uh, well, Katie has no idea, uh, you know, uh, about uh, what the game's going to be like. So, so spin a web and stick around. Stay with us. Welcome back to our program. Today we talked all about Halloween movies and which film you should check out. And I figured why not cap off our program today with a little game. Katie, are you ready to play this game? So ready. I'm very tired, but we're going to pull through. (laughs) This is all part of my plan to get you nice and tired to get those mm, choice answers. Way past my bedtime, but... (laughs) I very much want to know. Here we go. I'll be asking you this or that questions, or in this case, Katie, hiss or bat. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Told you. Ridiculous. Told y'all she didn't know. We didn't rehearse. We didn't plan ahead of this. Oh my goodness. But Katie, I'm going to be asking you a series of questions with two Halloween themed choices for you to choose from. Let's go. Fire away. Yeah. So all you have to do. Is just pick one, mm. and then once you pick one, maybe explain your reasoning for the the audience at home. You know, okay. But uh, yeah, we're we're gonna. It's just all normal questions. Don't look at the, don't look at the screen. Don't look at the screen. Okay, but I want you to talk in the mic and let me know. They're all just normal, non weird Halloween questions. First and foremost, Twix or Kit Kat bars? Um, hands down a Twix, because I like to eat the caramel off of it first and then eat the cookie. So you're telling me you scrape off the caramel first? Heck yeah. It's just, you I don't know. You just like <laughs> chomp no, right no, into no, it? No, 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 never. I love eating the caramel off the top first and then I like a little at the cookie part. I mean, that's, I got to try that. Is, is it, is that good? Oh, duh. That's why I, mean, I do it. Yeah, you're right. You wouldn't do it if it wasn't good. Uh, see, you know what? Yeah. See, that's, that's just, no, like I said, okay, don't look at the screen. Right, I'm not looking. That, that's just normal. This is very normal tempting. Halloween it's right in front questions. of my face. I know it's right in front of your face, but, you know, once again, it's just normal Halloween questions. All okay. Right, next. Next one is scary costumes or funny costumes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Honestly, funny costumes because I'm a funny costume kind of gal. Yeah. You you know, you I've seen you dress up as uh, Russell from Up. Oh, yeah. That was my Patrick Star. absolute best costume i've ever done you're, you're you're an absolute queen at funny costumes oh, t- oh thank you you know like you, you you rock the game thank you very much so you don't like a, like scary but i costumes. do like a good scary costume i think not so much on me i think i like seeing them and getting spooked by them yeah there was that one tiktok where the guy had like this animatronic like or no he's like a puppet kind oh of my zombie gosh, that was gross that was kind of cool so good gross good but See, like I'm telling you, you know, like, you know, fun. But for me, but for me, I enjoy having like a funny, quirky, like clever costume. That's true. I do. I do like the elaborateness, but I also like kind of like the dumb. Did I ever tell you I dressed up as Robin one year and I and I made my costume just out of colored T-shirts. I just like cut it with scissors. That's cute. That's great. And I just like use like safety pins to kind of like tie it all together. Yeah. Or clothes. I don't know what, what you call those. But yeah, no, it was just basically, it was a really crappy costume, but I was also really proud of it. <laughs> it definitely got a That's big laugh. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. So like, you know, just regular hiss or bat questions, you know, just you know, normal 
silly ones. So let's go to number three. You hear a child's laugh coming from your basement. Do you go down to check it or do you move out completely? Oh, heck no. I'm not going down there after I hear that. I'm leaving the house. I'm taking the do- I'm taking the dog. I'm taking the dog. <laughs> no, but like, you, you wouldn't be curious? No. Uh, what if it's like... Uh, <laughs> Christian, would you go down and investigate? I can already answer for you. Here, 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 here's what the laugh sounds like. You know, close your eyes a little bit. You know, you're like, you know, you imagine yourself getting, you know, like a, a glass of water in the middle of the night and then you hear... Okay, then that actually sounds like there's a creep in my house, not a child. So I will be definitely leaving. Oh, oh okay. Well, give me, give me your take on a child laugh. <laughs> I don't know. That's even no. That's now. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> no, no, no. Is if 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 the audience could see the face you gave when you did that? Yeah. No. Absolutely not. Did that give you the creepies? No, Christian. Okay. Uh, question number four. Which seems more tedious as a day-to-day lifestyle? Being a vampire or being um, a werewolf? Werewolf, absolutely. I think vampires can lay dormant if they needed to. I feel like I became a pretty good vampire during the lockdowns last year. Right. And then uh. a werewolf has to just always worry about just, I don't know, Popping out the fur and yeah. and going rogue on somebody. Yeah, you, know? you can't go, you know, out to the bars with your friends in the middle of the night. Yeah, and then it's like, oh crap, what's what's today? It's a full moon. I think that <laughs> I think that being a werewolf is a little more high maintenance too. Yeah, and then you can't touch anything silver, right? Oh. Is it, does it not burn them a little bit? I don't know. Probably. When you think werewolf, do you imagine like big, like like kind of Lupin, you know, from Harry yeah. Potter style werewolf, or totally. do you imagine like like Jacob, like big dog werewolf? No, no, no. What if I turned into a big dog, but I was like a big, like quirky? <laughs> okay, I guess I'll adopt you. But I also like maybe ate a couple people. <laughs> okay, I guess I won't stop you. <laughs> Hiss or bad questions. Okay, our next question is, would you bottle feed a baby zombie or walk alone in a dark forest? Oh my goodness gracious. Uh, like I told you, very easy. Hiss or bad questions. Okay, sure. Um, I think I would like to not handle a baby zombie. So but I- it's hungry. Okay, well, I do not feel bad for the baby zombie. I think I will walk through the woods and take my chances because it could be just a nice little walk, like a little hike. What if, I mean, like, what if, what if it looks cute and just says it? No. Okay, so you'd walk, you'd take your chances, walk alone in the dark forest. Sure. We've seen so many horror movies where that goes wrong. But I have a, I have a chance of not coming into contact with anything spooky. Whereas you're giving me the, the other opportunity to be in full contact with a flesh eating being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's, that's a fair point. I think I would. But you know, what if the, what if Slender Man, what if Slender Man was there? Slender Man's not real. Katie. Katie, suspend your disbelief a little bit. None of <laughs> none of these things are real. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so l- let's just move on to our next question. I'm so sleepy. I know. So sleepy. You... One sleepy bat. Ah, ah, ah. Are you the count? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's adorable. That's really that's good. Okay, our next question. Um, would you don't look at the screen? Okay, would you <laughs> rather have a tickle fight with Freddy Krueger for Krueger? <laughs> Uh, not not Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger, uh, or Edward Scissorhands. Oh, I love Edward Scissorhands. But who would you want to get into a tickle fight with? Okay, maybe Edward Scissorhands, only because he has good intentions. I don't think Freddy Krueger will have good intentions. Uh, you don't know that. <laughs> Is, do you like my Freddy impression? Uh, sure. Hit him with another Audrey. All right. Okay. Next question. Okay. Uh, would you rather get a whole candy bar or party-sized while you're trick-or-treating? What? Like a party-sized candy bar versus like, you know, like a, a normal? Like a, like a tiny one. 
versus a normal like let's let's say we're, we're talking Hershey's right would you rather want a whole Hershey's bar in your bag taking up all the real estate that other candies can take up freak yeah I would or would you rather do the tiny ones I'd be a, for, I would be a dang fool to say no to a big candy bar I would want more real estate for my other small candies. Well, grab another pillowcase. I only, I'm like eight, and I <laughs> only have like eight year old strength, okay? Well, suck it up, eight year old Christian, the <laughs> long gone. Okay. <laughs> That's how I used to sound when I was eight. Mm, okay. And then, you know, this is. Do, this, I look, do I look amused? No, you don't. And I'm pretty sure the audience <laughs> doesn't look amused either. And they're like, okay, let's just, you know, Katie and Christian were sharing the spotlight. Maybe you should just be Katie in the spotlight. <laughs> and I'm your host, Katie. <laughs> oh, no. It's a mutiny. Um, okay. Uh, our, and then it's, I didn't write this in my notes, but, you know, we have to end it, uh, the segment on, you know, our last final question, which is trick or treat. Oh. Treat, cause I want I want a treat and I don't want a trick. What if it was a cool trick, like a magic trick? Mm, uh, I just unspecified. feel like this is. I just feel like this unspecified. Definitely not. I'm not taking that chance. What if it was a you know a, a very friendly looking adult that said trick or treat? Those are always the ones you can't trust. What if it was a very scary looking adult that said trick or treat? You're not giving me very good choices anymore. Hiss or bat. That's hiss or bat, Kate. Thank you for playing uh, <laughs> this year's round of hiss or bat. I, I can't wait to come up with a bunch of other questions next year. If there's any Halloween movies that you want us to check out, or maybe if you have your own hiss or bat questions you'd like me to ask Katie, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at That's My Q Podcast or on Twitter at Q Podcast. And just in case, it's been a long time since I spelled any of that. So for Instagram, that is T-H-A-T-S M-Y-Q-U-U-E Wait, oh, crap. I'm, I'm misspelling it. It's on the show notes. Uh, you can also email me at that's my podcast at gmail.com. And, you know, while you're there, if you can, why not leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It helps increase, in, uh, you know, visibility for the show. Not invisibility. I, I definitely don't want this show to be invisible. Definitely as much visibility as possible. And But, you know, maybe your review can end up on a future episode. What do you, what do you, what do you say to that, Katie? Do it. I mean, it really like adds a lot of, um, you know, adds an audience to the show, and it shows like other people who want to see other movies and listen to other music, like that. You know, other people's opinions and just helps them hype them up for it. You know, perfect hype or not hype. Perfect. Thank you for saying that. Here's your twenty bucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, Katie, any uh, handles or uh, you know uh, social media handles that people can check you out at? And, and is there any projects that you're working on? Anything that you'd like to, you know, throw out there into the internet ether? Um, I mean, you can, you guys can follow me on my Instagram. It's at katie.chan. My uh, name is spelled C-A-I-T-I dot chan, C-H-A-N. Um, and is there any projects you're working on? Anything that you want to kind of just plug? Um, I mean, I just kind of started a little side hustle sort of thing I'm just trying out. Share that side hustle. Um, Get that money. I been playing around making charcuterie boards and it's been kind of fun so if you guys want to uh, follow me there it's um at kate's c-a-t-e cutes would you do a whole wait no i'm sorry that's that's kind of what i've been i've been just trying that name kate's cutes but the actual handle is at kate.cuterie kate cuterie yeah um would you do a halloween themed cuterie board charcuterie yeah actually our our friend just did one of those at her uh we had a little charcuterie party and she made one of those it was super cute yeah i I, you know that was also a really great uh party theme idea where basically everyone just has a little contest a little competition to see you can do the best cuterie board you know but um yeah uh you know speaking of plugs is there any movie tv shows that is not necessarily Halloween theme that you want to do one final plug for that you're kind of like, ah, I'm really checking this out. I want people to check this out as well. I'm actually watching the new season of you on Netflix right now. Um, it's, it's a really good show. I mean, if you guys like crime or like, you know, just yeah, crime, crime shows, I think is the best way to describe it. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Uh, it's, I want, 
if you were to go watch it, I would like you to think for yourself. But it's a, it's a strange show, <laughs> for it, sure. Yeah. So I mean, it, you know, I I never really f- found the 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 hook for it. But like, what would you say is the general premise of it? Um, it's about the main character is actually a stalker. Oh. So trigger warning. If is he the you? He's the one narrating the person he's stalking. So, so you is, is the person he's stalking. Yes. And so it's kind of about this weird, charming character. Strangely, it kind of makes you question your morale a little bit because you end up like kind of liking him because he's so charming. And then because you he, realize, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's Penn Badgley. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He's very hot. But um, but anyway, it's 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 a really strange show, but it's, it definitely hooks you in. It's a lot of exciting um, twists and turns. So, hmm. well, perfect. I think. Um, let's see what 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 show am I watching? I'm currently watching uh, the new season of Young Justice, which came out on HBO Max. Young Justice, you familiar with that? You like Teen Titans? Oh, yeah, it's kind of like the Teen Titans. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's like that, a little more edgy, a little more cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good show. I, I think season one is always the best, but seasons two to currently four, they're all right. They're okay. But as always, as always y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. But first and foremost, I got to thank J1K for the use of their music, Captured Soul from the uh, School Days B-Tape, which you can find on j1kmusic.bandcamp.com. Uh, next week, we'll be back to our normal schedule. Next up on my queue, I'll be reviewing the new Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya fi- uh, sci-fi film. Do you like Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be... Well, I mean, I'll be reviewing the new film Dune, so be sure to send me in your mini-reviews as soon as possible. And I'll uh, see you all at the same place, you know, at the same time. I want to leave y'all off with a quote, a nice Halloween movie quote from one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. This comes from Halloween Town from uh, Miss Aggie Cromwell. And it's a nice little quote. And let me see what you think about it. I'll, I'll read it. I'll try to read it like a nice, magical old lady. Magic is really very simple. All you've got to do is want something and then let yourself have it. I'm your host, Christian Ong. And I'm your guest co-host, Katie Chan. And that's our cue.